1: This is James Sasso with Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. As this airs, Pastor Christina and Pastor Josh have just wrapped up their trip in the Philippines and are currently heading home to the States. They're going to spend a bit of time recovering, and then they'll be able to share plenty about the amazing things God is doing in the Philippines right now. In the meantime, I will be sharing with you guys a very brief glimpse at the work God is doing in the Philippines before we jump into today's message. The main goal of this trip was to empower the leaders in the Philippines so that they could be a better influence within their communities. And that started on Saturday, October 7th with their Empower a Leader, Empower a Nation Ministers Conference. It was here that at least 16 to 20 different pastors came forward to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. The CCFI church in Zambalas has been growing at a rapid rate, and 60 to 80% of their congregation right now consists of young people who are very hungry for the Word of God. The following Sunday service after the minister's conference, a lot of healing took place. Following this was a four-day retreat where Pastor Chris's message was targeting the young leaders— in empowering them to rise up to their calling in Christ. Pastor Christina also reports that the conference in Pampanga surprised her, as she was told only 35 leaders registered. They ended up having around 100 pastors and leaders, along with a full sanctuary. People even came to listen to the message from outside the sanctuary halls. After this, both Pastor Chris and Josh flew to General Santos, where they were able to minister to a lot, of children and adults, and many of them came forward to be ministered to. This is but a taste of the amazing things God is doing overseas, and I am sure both Pastor Christina and Pastor Josh are excited to share their experiences with you. Now, let's get to the message we have for you today. So, one of the main things that Pastor Christina talked about with the leaders in the Philippines was, what is our identity in Christ Jesus? So in light of that, Pastor Christina has asked me to share an excerpt from her teachings of this right before they left for their trip. So let's listen into what Pastor Chris has to say about our identity in Christ Jesus.
2: What is our identity? We are a recreated being, right? We are born again, we are the only creature that is born twice. Born of water and born of the Holy Spirit. So therefore, we are recreated being, and we are child of God. That's our identity in God, right? In Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, I'm going to read from NIV. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. May live. It's not automatic. So it is important for the body of Christ to stop rehashing their rejection in the past, their uh, their di- what they did in the past. Everything, if you believe that you are born again, all your past are gone away with. We were forgiven of our sins, so therefore we are commanded to forgive and let go. We do not talk about the past because we didn't have any. Well, I've been rejected, that's why I'm acting this way. That is a world's way of doing things. Might as well uh, go to a shrink and pay them $100 an hour. It will make you feel good, but you want to talk and rehearse about the justifications on why you're such a failure. With the Lord, he doesn't want us to be talking about the past. He erased it. He purchased our new life in Christ Jesus by his blood. We don't talk about, well, it's because of this. And we make excuses for others not to stand on who they are in Christ Jesus because they were hurt in the past. You know, all of us were hurt in the past. Yes, some are very grievous and painful. I can understand that. But God is almighty and powerful that he healed all of us. You understand what I'm saying? And we used to be victims and we victimize others by our own ignorance and by our own selfishness. So forget about those. We need to forget about those things that are behind and press on towards the marks of the high calling in Christ Jesus. That is in accordance with the word of God. So stop talking about Oh, it is in our family line. We always have problems and issues with sugar, with fats, with this and this and that. Are you getting this? Okay. So that is our identity. We are a new recreated being, a new man. We are a child of God. The same thing is we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8 verse 16 and 17 For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. We are all sons of God. Oh, uh, how about uh, daughters? There are no male or female, Jews nor Greeks, slaves nor free in the kingdom of God. We are spirit being in a body. Are you getting this? And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his suffering, in order that we may also share in his glory. When we're talking about suffering, it is not putting yourself or crucifying yourself on the cross. Suffering for us now is, we don't do what our flesh wants to do. Sometimes you want to smack people, and God said, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, You understand what I'm saying? And we do those things that our flesh don't want to do. That is the suffering. Yeah, what about them martyrs? They were prepared for it, and you're not, okay? There's never going to be, well, uh, what if uh, God called me to be a martyr? No, you're too selfish. You need deliverance first. Those martyrs, they were able to endure the pain and the challenges. Because why? The Spirit of God is in them. So we are joint heirs with God and recreated, of course, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 to 20. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sin against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. Okay, that's your identity. That is in your ID. Next, we are a citizen of heaven. You know, being an American citizen, the government protects us right? If we get into trouble overseas, they'll come and get us and protect us. We enjoy the benefits of being an American citizen. And we have privileges. We have rights as an American citizen. And we know that. And we we also follow the law of the land. So we are subject to those laws in United States of America. Now, when you become a citizen of heaven, you are now subject To the laws of heaven, which is the law of love. We're not under the law now, we're under grace, right? And we enjoy the benefits of being a citizens of heaven, right? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 and 20, NLT. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizen along with all God's holy people. There are no second class okay? The upper class are the Jewish people and the Gentiles second. No, 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 no. Once you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, first and foremost, there are no second class citizens in heaven because God does not play favorites, okay? So now, you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens citizen along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family, together we are his house built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets and the cornerstone is Jesus Christ himself we are not going to build our citizenship on education on training but upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets of the most high God. okay this is the difference this is how you get to enjoy your citizenship in heaven It has to be built upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets, in which Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone or front and center. Remember, it all depends on the strength of that building, is the cornerstone. Are you getting this? We belong to the kingdom of the Most High God, the kingdom of priests. In Exodus chapter 19, verse 6, this is for the nation of Israel. And you will be my kingdom of priests, my holy nation. Did it say Levites only? No, all of us. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 6, NLT. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. So, are you all in full-time ministry? All of us, just like we are full-time Christians. The religious doctrines, which is a doctrine of men and doctrines of demons, is trying to put on the five offices, especially the pastors, the leadership position, and the priestly position, no, we are all called priests. Let all men be a liar and let God be true. This is what God is saying to all of us. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land, in your land, wherever you are at right now. It's a double portion, and everlasting joy will be yours. First Peter chapter two verse nine. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people, you are royal priests, a holy nation. God's own possession. Who is he addressing to? The born-again Christians, not just the Jewish people. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called us to be priests to show them to demonstrate the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Revelation six, he has made us kingdom of priests for God his Father. Because of Jesus, we became kings and priests in him, just like him. He is our high priest right now, right? He's coming back as a what? King of kings? We are the kings with plural. And the Lord of lords. You're the lords, okay? He's not coming back for the wicked presidents or dictators. We are those kings because God is coming back for a influential and glorious church without spots or wrinkles. Are you getting this? It means to say we are at the helm in every sector of society. So we, because of Jesus, we became kings and priests in him and with him. Revelation chapter 5, verse 9 and 10, NLT. You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seals and open it. Who are they referring to? Jesus, right? For you were slaughtered and your blood has ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. Does it just say the nation of Israel are the apple of his eyes? Huh? You don't add or take away from the book of Revelation. Plague is coming or your name will be removed from the book of life. We are not replacing the Jewish people. We are becoming one with them in Christ Jesus. Okay? No replacement theology here. You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seals and open it. For you are slaughtered and your blood has ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have caused them to become a kingdom of priests for our God and they will reign on the earth. Where are they going to reign? On the earth. earth. As a priest, we're going to rule as kings on the earth. Okay? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, NIV. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Who is this high priest? Jesus, right? Hebrews chapter 8, verse 1. The point of what we're saying is this. We do have such a high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of majesty in heaven. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. as kings. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. That's our authority. That's why we can command Satan. We can cast out demons. We can lay hands on the sick. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And in the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, starting with verse 15, in some other translation, it says, Well done, now I will make you a ruler of five cities. That is kings. Okay? And, of course, we are Christ's ambassadors. You know, uh, when we go to a foreign country, you are protected. If we are Christ's ambassador, we are protected by him, right? And you address your credentials, and you represent the will, the purpose, on who you are representing. It's amazing that even in other countries, the embassies. It is a declaration of war or invasion. If somebody, even the government in that city will try to get in into the U.S. embassy, that's a declaration of war. Are you getting this? So when the word of God uses ambassadors, that's who we are. We are protected by God. We have to represent him and present his credentials for who he is. And of course, we are more than conquerors. We are not just conquerors, we are more than conquerors. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. You get into Jesus, nothing can separate you from him. He will never let you go. Are you getting this? And now, if you and I always know who we are in Christ Jesus, we're not acting it, we're living it. A lot of Christians, they are acting and playing the part. They're not living it. If even just one or two of this identification in Christ Jesus is operating full-time in your life, you are already walking in the supernatural. Well, prove me wrong. These are the signs of them that believe. In my name, that is your identity in Christ, they shall cast out demons, they shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. They speak in other tongues." And nothing will harm them. And as you preach the kingdom, the good news of the kingdom of God, Jesus will work with you with signs accompanying it. Because God never changes. When you put him first and foremost, when you glorify him, he cannot help himself except to move. So what is causing it? Unbelief, fear and not knowing our identity in Christ Jesus, we have access to heaven. We have him available 24-7. So what is stopping the body of Christ? The religious devils of our time is compartmentalizing the body of Christ and wanting to be the ruling class. What are they thinking? This is what the religious devils did with the doctrines in Christianity. This is the strongholds that we have to demolish. First in our mind, in our hearts. And you need to look at the greatness and the destiny of each and every one born again Christian. Because this is what happened. Oh no, I can pray for you, you don't have any access. One time I led somebody to the Lord, but because this person is not the one that God used had the audacity to tell me, that man is really not born again. And I said, God did not ask for your permission. Who are you to judge? That's demonic. That, oh no, God cannot move without my permission. Let me tell you how God is going to move. You all have to be sit still. Don't move. God is not like that. Are you getting this? So these religious zealots have diminished the Christianity into nothing but being rude. They look at us as being poor, easily to be led and to be dictated upon, that they can lead us to slaughter. Jesus already did that willingly. We don't have to. Because he's not coming back as a savior again. He's coming back as a judge, as a king, as a lord. And we are his body. So are you Christ's ambassadors? Do you represent him? Or when it comes to your work or your business, when it comes to money... And said, no, you are your own. When it comes to desiring what you want, well, God told me to do this, and then afterwards, God told me to do this, God told me to do that. No. When you represent God playing favorites, that is not from our Lord Jesus Christ. It is from your different God. Because nothing can separate you from his love. Nothing. And no power, nobody can separate you from that love. Same thing it applies to me. We all have the same opportunity because we all have the same Lord. You cannot put down and try to limit people just because you want to be on the top. No. As long as you continue on doing that, Jesus is not your Lord. You are. Are you getting this? So you know all of this. You believe in all of this. So where is the supernatural that is in the body of Christ? All of us. It should be an indictment. Why are you living the same thing like the rest of the world out there if your identity is in Christ Jesus? No, some of your identity, you have a lot of fake IDs. They are not in Christ Jesus.
1: And that's the end of the clip. I hope you guys are paying attention because we are in a season of acceleration. Now is the time for us to rise up and take hold of the plan God has set aside specifically for us. Remember that we are called to be kings and priests, ruling and reigning with God. We need to start acting like it. In order for us to step into our identity with Christ, we need to change our mindset. We need to forget about the past and step forward towards the future. We need to rely on God to change us and mold us into what we were called to be. We need to stop making excuses and start producing results. We need to stop listening to other people's opinions on what we should do and start listening to what God is directing us to do. Only then can we truly take hold of what God has in our life. Remember, We cannot have it both ways. We cannot be part of the world and be a part of the kingdom of heaven. So let us take hold of God's calling in our lives. Amen? Now that is about all the time we have today. I hope you guys are as excited as I am at seeing what God is going to do in the next coming months and even the next upcoming year. A lot of exciting things are happening. And remember that if you want to re-listen to this radio broadcast, as well as any past episodes of the Prophetic Voice of Our Time, you can find us at SOGMI.org, and we are also available on podcast through Spotify. And if you would like to visit us in our Sunday services, we are located at 8419 Callahan Road in San Antonio, Texas, and we meet every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. We also live stream our services at SOGMI.org as well as on YouTube. And lastly, if you would like to sow a seed towards this ministry and this radio broadcast, you can do so by going to SOGMI.org and clicking the Donate tab. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been James Sasa with Freedom Fellowship Church. God bless you, and until next time.
0: Sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I.org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to Sogmi.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to PO Box 1579, helotus Texas 78023. Again, that is PO Box. 1579 The Lotus Texas 780